why most entrepreneurs get hit with a big tax bill every single year. Here's what you can do about it. This is the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. What's good, Wealth Builders? Welcome to the Priority Pod. I'm your host, Ray, from Priority Finance, here to increase your financial IQ in less than 15 minutes. Today's episode is a sequel to the last episode, all about tax refunds and why you should never be happy about getting one. But today we're going to tailor it specifically for entrepreneurs and discuss what factors lead you to getting a refund or whether most likely you're probably owing a whole lot of money. First and foremost, if you haven't listened to the last episode about the truth about tax refunds, you definitely need to. If you're getting a tax refund and the average taxpayer gets almost $3,000 back every single year, you're getting played by the government, right? You're giving them an interest-free loan, gifting them free money that ultimately belongs to you that you could have used throughout the entire year. And that's the case for everybody, whether you're working a part-time or a full-time job, whether you work for yourself, whether you're a Fortune 500 corporation, No one should be excited about getting a tax refund. If you want to give the government money and get paid the interest that you're owed, start buying bonds, right? But don't let them play you on your taxes. But odds are, if you're an entrepreneur, right, you're self-employed, you're a contractor, you're a small business owner, you more than likely have the opposite problem that most American workers have. You usually owe on your taxes every single year, at least that first year. You make some decent money, and depending on how much you're working for yourself, you may owe quite a bit. And here's usually the story. This is usually how it goes. You step out on your own and start working for yourself. One of the best decisions that anyone can make, in my opinion, and one of the best decisions that I ever made. And you're a grinder. You're a hustler. You're a go-getter. Failure is not an option. That's the type of person you are. And you probably have above average technical skills, people skills. So you're going to make a decent amount of money as an entrepreneur. Maybe not right away, but you have the ability to adapt and to grow and to take punches on the chin and just keep on going. And usually that leads to you making a decent amount of money throughout the year. Now, the problem is you haven't been letting Uncle Sam take a small piece of your pie each time you got paid, whether that's by your clients or your vendors or your customers or whatever. Right. When when you work for someone else, they did that for you. Right. Every single pay period, they take taxes out and you just take whatever's left. Right. That's why it's called take home pay. But we as entrepreneurs, we don't do that, right? That's not how our finances work. Now, that may feel great throughout the year, right? Every single time somebody pays you, you don't have to keep giving Uncle Sam a portion of it, right? You, you watch your profit margin grow, and if you keep track of your miles and your receipts and you have your books in order, that's fine. But it also means that you're going to have to pay all of your taxes up front when you file, right? W-2 workers pay a little piece every single pay period, so it doesn't hit them as hard, right? Those are like small jabs. But the big haymaker can hit you all at once when you file your taxes if you're an entrepreneur and you haven't been giving anything to the government for the entire year. But it doesn't just stop there, right? Not only did you not give anything throughout the entire year because of how you make your money, it usually gets worse. A new entrepreneur who's not used to making all this money working on their own and wasn't expecting their side hustle to take off the way that it did, they didn't do any tax planning. So they're kind of shocked when they get that huge tax bill. And honestly, you may not have the money saved, right, at least enough of it from the profits that you made throughout the year. You may not have it on hand to actually pay your bill. 
right? If you didn't save those thousands of dollars that you're going to have to send to Uncle Sam throughout the year, when it's time to file your taxes, now you need it, right? And oftentimes, people just don't pay it, right? Or they, they might file for an extension until October, right? That, that's another thing that you can do. But they're still on hook to file and pay those taxes. And the entire time that they weren't filing and they haven't paid, they're racking up failure to file and failure to pay penalties, right? Every single day that you don't come clean to the IRS, now the situation just gets even worse and it's just a snowball effect, all because you got hit with this big surprise of a tax bill. And if it's bad, if, it's, if the bill is really, really bad, right, it's out of your reach, it usually incentivizes people, then they go years, months, just without filing, right? Because they know that once they, they come clean to the IRS, they've got a big debt that they got to look square into the eye. And sometimes it just seems easier to just hold on to your money since they didn't take it every pay period like they do for your job. But eventually, we all know how it goes, whether it's an audit or whether you start applying for financial aid because you have students uh, that you, in your family, maybe your kids are going to college, or maybe you start applying for credit, especially if you start trying to buy a house or whatever the case may be, all of the, all of the lack of, of due diligence with your taxes, all that blows up in your face, right? The entrepreneur or the side hustler ends up getting their money garnished, right? They pay a bunch in penalties or they have to pay a bunch for a tax professional to clean up all of their past activity, all of which, all of that headache, all of that extra money, all of that penalties, all of those fees, all of that could have been prevented just with a little bit of proactive tax planning. That's the game I'm going to give you right now. How can you prevent all of that from happening if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, or if you're an investor? Odds are, and you probably already know this, you're not going to get a tax refund, which is not a bad thing. right? We, we talked about it. Tax refunds are not a gift. That's not what we want. But what that means is that it requires you to be a bit more proactive and strategic with your money, right? which shouldn't be new to you because that's the nature of being an entrepreneur. We move with our money in ways that are different than the vast majority of people. We just have to apply that same exact type of thinking to your taxes now. First thing you can do, which a majority of us are actually required to do, is to see if you are required to pay a piece of that big tax bill quarterly through what's called estimated tax payments. You may have already heard about this before. Right? W-2 workers pay their taxes through withholding. Right? Each pay period, they withhold a portion of their paycheck for taxes. We as entrepreneurs are required to do it through estimated payments. And here's how you know if you're required to pay using this method. $1,000 is your threshold. If you work for yourself and you're a self-employed contractor, you run a business as a sole proprietorship, a partnership, S-corp, pass-through entity, whatever it is, if your tax bill is going to be over $1,000 at the end of the year, which as long as you're doing decently well, <laughs> you probably should be over $1,000 you need to start paying taxes four times a year. You need to start paying them by the 15th of April, of June, of September, and then the following January based on the credits, uh, the, the profit that you got from each quarter. And that way you can pay your taxes while you have the money in smaller pieces and not get slammed with a huge tax bill at the end of the year. And all you have to do is include that you made those payments when you file your taxes. A tax professional like myself can make sure that, that, you, that you handle that for you. But it's just like a W-2, right? The W-2 tells the IRS how much did your employer withhold from your paycheck that you already paid in taxes. Estimated tax payments are the exact same thing. This prevents that rabbit hole of tax problems from occurring just based off of one little proactive plan, right? 
Now, there is an underpayment penalty that you could be subjected to if you don't pay quarterly. Just like if you were to be working for somebody else and you didn't have them withhold any money from your paycheck, right? The government wants their money on time throughout the entire year. There are exceptions. There are some special circumstances. But by and large, you can save yourself a whole lot of headache, a whole lot of penalties by paying a small chunk of your tax bill quarterly. Plus, and this is, this is what I really share with a lot of our clients, it'll start forcing you to have a lot more discipline and get a lot more organized with your money, right? Because now you know you need to have your books in order, you need to have your profit and loss statement up to date every single month so that you know how much you need to pay for those quarterly payments. Ultimately, all of that discipline, that organization, that diligence, all of it's going to make your business grow, right? Your business is going to grow anyway. And as long as you are a decent estimator, or if you need help from a tax professional like me, whoever is handling your books, um, you can prevent yourself from paying too much. You can prevent yourself from giving the government too much free money and getting a tax refund. All of that stuff we talked about the last episode. But that's the first strategy that you can use. You can make estimated payments four times a year based on the previous quarter. The second strategy is for my side hustlers who might still be working part-time or full-time jobs, and on top of that, you're running your own business. Most people start this way when they're, when they're first getting, getting started in their business. You can take advantage of resubmitting your W-4. I talked about the W-4 form on the last episode about the truth about tax refunds, except you're going to use it a little bit differently than I recommend most people to use it, right? If you're a W-2 worker and you're getting almost $3,000 back like the average American taxpayer is through a refund, you should resubmit your W-4 and have them withhold less from your paycheck, right? You're giving the government way too much every single pay period. You don't need to be giving them that much. But if you have other taxable income outside of your job, you can resubmit that exact same form and actually ask them to do the opposite. You can ask them to withhold more money from your paycheck, not just to cover the income that you're making on your nine to five job, but also to cover the net profit that you're making from your side hustle or from your business, right? This would put all of your tax payments for all of your streams and income, uh, streams of income on autopilot. So you wouldn't even have to worry about writing that check to the IRS four times a year, right? So if you're still working, this can be a great strategy for you. There's a specific line on the W-4 that I want you to, to look out for where you can say how much other income you expect to have come in throughout the year. And you may not know that. You may want to lowball it just because you're not really sure where it should be. But you can write in how much more money you expect to make outside of your nine to five and ask your employer to withhold money for that income as well. Right. So if you're filling out your W-4 to withhold taxes from your regular job, if that sounds easier for you than doing quarterly tax payments, that that second strategy might work for you. Keep in mind, though, that means your take home pay is going to be even less than it already is, right? And obviously, if you have a side hustle, you're probably going to be making more money outside of it anyway. But you want to know that for whatever reason you need that direct deposit that hits every single month to be a certain amount, some bank accounts require that in order to avoid a monthly fee, you're going to want to consider that, right? You're going to want to be conscious about how much are you decreasing your take-home pay and what other factors um, will, will be influenced by that decision. But it is a very, very easy, straightforward option. If you're still in the workforce as you're building out your business, especially in those early years, you can resubmit your W-4 to cover those tax payments. And I want to give one final message to my folks, my self-employed contractors, my entrepreneurs, my small business owners. The tax code was literally written for you. It was not written for the nine to five American worker. It was written for people who work for themselves and invest and own businesses for a living. All you have to do 
is partner with a tax professional like us at Priority Finance who can translate the language of taxes and the IRS and accounting for you and start taking advantage of what is one of the greatest hacks to building wealth ever invented. All right, y'all, today's punchline. We don't want a big tax refund, nor do we want a huge tax bill. And self-employed workers, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, small business owners, I shared with you two strategies that you can use in order to avoid that situation. First is you can start making estimated quarterly tax payments, as most of us are required to do in order to avoid an underpayment penalty. Or if you're still working part-time job or a full-time job, you're still in the workforce, you can resubmit your W-4 to increase your tax withholding every pay period that'll cover that self-employed income. Connect with a tax professional like us at Priority Finance, where we specialize in tax solutions specifically for entrepreneurs and small businesses. We can help you do some smarter tax planning and avoid putting yourself into a bind come tax time. You're locked into another episode of the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, follow, and subscribe to Priority Pod on your podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And check us out at Priority Pod on Instagram. Priority Pod is sponsored by Priority Finance, a virtual tax, accounting, and financial advising firm dedicated to making your taxes less taxing. Go to PriorityFinance.com or follow us at Priority Finance on social media, and we can help keep your taxes, finances, and your priorities straight. True.